One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Ah, uh, yes. Welcome to the We Got the Chocolates podcast. It's the sports podcast for the non-professionals. If you tried really hard to be good at sport, but never quite nailed it, you're in good company. Check out these less than marvellous bits coming up. I wanted to thank you for listening, firstly, to the couple episodes it sounds like you've listened to. Um, and secondly, four. four. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, mate. Probably the reason I'm still in the reserves. If I had a proper fitting mouth guard, I'd been saying it. <laughs> yeah, that's the difference. <laughs> that's yeah. the difference. I reckon I can't get enough air. And now over to Lee, Sam, and Mitch with the marvellous We Got the Chocolates podcast. Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of the We Got the Chocolates podcast. I'm Lee. I'm Sam. I'm Mitch. And this is episode 52 of the We Got the Chocolates podcast, the sports podcast for non-professionals. Guys, how's your week been? Thanks for being here. Not too bad. Thank you, Lethal. Thanks for having me. Yeah, mine's That's been good. Just running around in the cricket field, a bit of doing a bit of training. Even better now that I've got a bit of alchemy beverage on the table in front of me. What have you gone for there? I've almost punched yeah, mine over thought. there, which would have been real issues. Well, it was a bit controversial. You weren't quite sure of it, were you? But uh, you whipped me up a uh, Rocky Road smoothie, actually. So yes. I've uh, put the Rocky Road syrup in and, and it tastes lovely. Uh, what have you got, Skin? I'm still going with the mango smoothies. I think, feel like I've said that for the last six weeks straight, but yeah. they're too good. So. Way to change things up. <laughs> Way to change things up. Guys, huge episode, or as always, I guess. Uh, and I want to start by saying, um, last week we talked about the hall pass. You remember that I had a mate from footy named Josh uh, who yep. came to the pub thinking that a hall pass was just a night out with your mates. Um, and we had to educate him as to what that was. And his wife helped us. Uh, educate him last week as well, which was great to have Damika on. But Category B hall passes, we made them available. I'm holding a couple up for you now. Uh, they've actually been utilised by a couple of people. We've seen them tag us in photos. They've sent photos through for us to post as well, uh, who have been using the Category B hall passes just a way that they can get out and have a lovely night uh, or afternoon, potentially, with either their friends or friends. Yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> yeah. that's the whole point. So a few people have been using it. Skin it is available on the website, isn't it? They it can is. go there and it's quite easy to download. Yeah, yeah. It's it's up on the website. It's our normal website slash something, which I'll find out and put in the show notes. Yeah, PDF um, available. And then yeah, just, just click on click on the button and download the PDF and you're good to go. Outstanding. Um, now the other thing, guys, that you won't be aware of, I've got um, just a couple of samples to pass to you here. Uh, has I'll give you the front. Um, and then Skinner, you can have the back. I've got the one that's been glued together. Uh, but these guys are the... Uh, we've always talked on this podcast about uh, friend of the show status, so FOTS, 
Uh, we refer to them quite often in our podcast. And uh, and basically, I thought, you know, we've, we've been doing that. We've been throwing out that term quite a bit. And we've never sort of made it official or made it a real thing that people actually get something to recognize them being a friend of the show or having some criteria to actually become one. Uh, and a few people have inquired about it. And by a few, I mean one. Uh, and so right. that was enough <laughs> to inspire me into action to spend the non-existing We Got The Chocolates podcast budget again. <laughs> And uh, I have placed on order 50 of these business cards, uh, which you'll see. I've got all the bells and whistles. They say FOTS membership card on it, the sporting podcast for the non-professionals. Uh, hello, hello, hello. And then space for their name. Uh, yours doesn't say that because you've only got one side of it. Yep. You need to put yours and hazards together. Oh, yeah. uh, congratulations on reading, reaching FOTS status, uh, which obviously we know means friend of the show. And then on the back, there's going to member number member since what year and a place for your signature as well right so what, what are we actually going to be used for what what, what are people going to use this for when they get one um well i mean has uh, it's not so much about the uses i wouldn't say it's more just sort of the social status that comes with with obviously being a friend of the show i mean this is something oh, that the yeah. people are crying out for you know it's it's really just uh the pleasure of having it in your wallet in your back pocket wherever you choose to yeah that makes sense i'm sure sure a thought is really sought after group that people are trying to get their hands on so yeah well exactly congrats so, to the couple right. of people picking them up i won't tell you how much it costs their skin on because i haven't run that past the treasurer which is you um so they are and i had to make a big decision as well as to whether we should choose an uncoated finish or a titan plus gloss um so yeah i sort of i guess had to I chose the plus gloss, obviously. Yeah, that sounds more expensive. So of course <laughs> it was, you did. It was more expensive. There's 50 of those on the way um, with the membership cards. But I guess uh, potentially, do you think it's all right? Like I'm just trying to think like of how it will actually work. Is it okay to just make people apply for them on the website, uh, fill out an application as to why you feel like you've earned FOT status? You know, how many episodes you've listened to, what was your favorite part, Oh, is yeah. skinnled a meat eater those sort of sort of oh, trick yeah, questions little, that are real trivia. tough yeah, yeah exactly right. they'll be well sought after in the future like they might go for a lot of money if people are selling them like we need to have a number on there like number one of 50 number, number yeah that's true if they're 50, limited so, edition yeah. yeah they sure are yeah well that's a good point so but okay. they are going to be available and in fact guys i think that i have uh, a first nomination for someone that should be a fots okay okay uh and i'm not sure if you're aware but Basically, uh, we asked a couple of people with our new episode, when episode 51 dropped, we sort of went, guys, can you help us out? Give us a rating, give us a review. And amazing. Um, You guys were amazing listeners. But there was one in particular that captured our attention, I guess. He was only known as Bean Sprout Supernova. uh, But I did manage to track down. He's still not actually able to reveal his full name. So he enters his second alias. This is Aaron Parsons, who I thought we'd better have a chat to on the phone. Aaron, have we got you there? Yeah, guys. How are you, boys? Very good. You press record, did you? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Record is press. Record is press. That's for sure. Good to chat to my friends and Lee. (laughs) <laughs> well, I was going to ask, man, um, is there, are you able to give us any tips on, obviously, I'm not the one that you do like. You said you like one of us. Are you able to narrow that down for us any further? 
I've always been a big, big fan of Mitch, actually. Um, he's, qu- he's quiet and he's unassuming and he always played and missed my leg breaks in the nets. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> great to you go. Sorry for making you look silly there when, when I was batting against your leg breaks then. But, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I could, I, could, I could never bowl leg spin to left-handers. It, the margin for error is to, it's just far too small. Fair enough. I'd, I'd over-pitch it, hit with a spin, I'd drop short and you'd whack me. Tough gig you've got there, Aaron. Um mm. I wanted to thank you for listening, firstly, to the couple episodes it sounds like you've listened to. Um, and secondly, four. four? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, mate. Uh, and secondly, I thought I made that clear. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and then secondly, leaving leaving one of the better reviews I've ever read, although not, not actually a good review, yeah. but certainly entertaining. Five stars. Yeah. Okay, five stars, guys. Five yeah. stars. Fair I'll tell that. Um, I was wondering if you could elaborate on this on this game of tennis you had with Lethal the other day because he's always he's always talked himself up a little bit to me. Like he's he's a pretty handy player, and sounds like you've dusted him. No, that was wet though. Wet conditions. Oh, right. Okay. Uh, well, I've had I've had a mention on the podcast before actually, but um, you actually use a different name for me. I go by many different Elias's. Um, <laughs> but the last time you spoke about me, I was actually a little bit annoyed because you were talking about how how boring my game is. Yeah. Uh, but I couldn't have boring associated with the name Aaron Parsons. So um, <laughs> I had to do something about it. So I worked on my game a little bit. Okay, um, and yeah, and I reaped the benefits against Lee. Well, you, well, you do actually fit probably the, the classification of the podcast quite well, don't you, Aaron, uh, in terms of being a sporting podcast for the non-professionals, the people that tried quite hard at sport, uh, but never quite good enough because you were very good as be a careful. junior. Very be, be very careful. <laughs> very good as a junior, were you not? I was actually. Um, in fact, you, well, you guys would know Brad Murphy, wouldn't you? Yeah, we do. Yep. <laughs> he gave me a huge uh, rap forward slash backhanded compliment uh, <laughs> once. He told me uh, he told me once that I was one of the finest young cricketers he's ever seen. He said, "You know what I can do with the ball, and, and you know the way I hit the ball was fantastic." But he said my throwing arm stood out like a whale in a fish tank, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> not in a good way. And I, <laughs> and I still use that when I teach similes to uh, to my to my kids. <laughs> that's harsh coming from a keeper as well, isn't yeah, it? Right, <laughs> yeah, I know. No, but that's true. I genuinely shot put at him. And you, yeah. like, you, we mentioned your spin bowling before, but you were known for your fast bowling in your younger days, weren't you? Well, one of the things that I that I did was because I just loved being in the action. Fielding was just boring for me, um, so I just wanted to get involved. So what I did when I found myself kind of yo-yoing up and down the grades um, towards the latter part of my career, it was like I'd just like look at the team list and I'd be like, right, these guys need a leg spinner, or these guys need an off spinner, or these guys need a medium pace bowler. And that's what I'd practice at training during the week. Um, so I tried to be versatile and I tried to fit in just to try and get overs. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. That's smart. Awesome. <laughs> Mate, I reckon uh, I reckon what would have been an absolute game changer for you if you'd known about it during your career are actually the beverages from Alchemy Cordials Australia. Um, their latte <laughs> flavours would go great in your morning coffee after a big night out, as I know you're known to have a few. Um, the delicious smoothies would encourage you to be better following some uh, good recovery habits and the superfood elixirs are exactly what uh, I reckon your system needs. Mate, so I was waiting for that. Uh, I'm back. <laughs> I've actually got some alchemy cordials here. I was listening to a rival podcast today. He was talking about uh, Post Malone, and uh, he did like a 20-minute interview with these guys. I forget who it was, Barstool Sports or something like that. Sorry if I'm name-dropping another podcast. Sorry, you can delete that out. Um, and at the end of the interview, there was like 12 empty bun lights and like 52 um, 
uh, cigarette stubs on the table. But me, I've got I'm, I've got alchemy cordials all in my car here. I did t- I did tell you earlier I'm sitting in my vehicle just to the enhanced audio quality to help you guys out. It's been really um, nice because you could because nobody can really understand Dreno when he speaks. <laughs> um, but I but I did reveal to you earlier that the other reason I'm down sitting in my car downstairs. Um, it's because I didn't want my missus to know my dirty little secret that I listen to you, bloke. So I can't be I, I can't be too much longer. She thinks I'm taking the bins out. That's <laughs> very fair, mate. Very fair. Well, we will let you go. Um, however, there was one other piece of um, piece of news that I wanted to give you, Aaron. Um, and that oh, jeez, <laughs> road range from a, from a you're a stationary vehicle, aren't you? And you just mate, been I, I am down. a stationary vehicle, but you'd be surprised what I can do in a vehicle to elicit road rage. <laughs> Don't even have to have the engine on. <laughs> Um, but Aaron, we're, I've just uh, taken it upon myself to go down and um, and actually formalise an idea that you had. Uh, and even though you have only listened to four episodes, you were actually the person that came up with the FOTS uh, abbreviation for friend of the show. And, yeah, uh, tell me you've got a card for me. I do. I do exactly do? right. Yes, I've, uh, yes. I have just <laughs> indeed got um, 50 on order uh, with a glossy finish um, that oh, nice. you will be a member number one. So friend of the show, number one, uh, goes to... Aaron Parsons, uh, which may Fantastic. get confusing if we have to give all of your aliases. <laughs> but, uh, but, uh, that'll be fi- that'll be fifty. Make sure the second lot of printings, Matt. Though Matt's Matt's more formal and distinguished. Okay, See, glo- glo- glossy more reflects your first fifty episodes. I feel like you're better now. Okay, that's fair. That is very fair. Yeah. Um, so can I will- just just to mention? Th- thanks for that. You can tell I really care about it. No. Um, <laughs> I'm going to move you on. Although I do have to say that the one thing that I really did enjoy from you. Um, the uh, the revamped episode. I think I might have mentioned this in there. Is uh, I literally I, I pulled into the car park at school just as you blokes said, uh, and that's all we got time for. Um, and you and you basically said that you wanted to fit it into thirty minutes, a nice little bite sized chunk, because they were too long. Correct. That's right. And, and literally, as I pulled into the car park at work, and I went down to my hiding place after that. Because I, I, I once heard that uh, good employees are hard to find. So I just, when I get to work, hide from the boss. <laughs> no, but seriously, as I put in the car park. Congratulations on FOT status. Thank you very much for your review, despite the fact that you sprayed me a great deal. <laughs> See you, boys. That's me. See you, mate. See you, mate. Thank you. out. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. All right, there you go, boys. FOTS, FOTS membership cards, well underway. Great news.
All right, guys. So yeah, I've got actually got a story for you now. This and, uh, um, this shocks me, Has. I'm looking at the run sheet here. You've given us no detail. And you <laughs> never bring stories. So yeah, I'm not one to bring stories, but I've got one. Uh, it happened very recently. So all the professional cricketers, Queensland Bulls, Brisbane Heat, whoever you play for, has this app on your phone, and the app is like a calendar. It's got your what what are you got to do every day? It's got your cricket training sessions logged in there, and it's sort of like a gospel. What's in there is what exactly what you have to do. You have to check it refresh it every hour nearly to make sure you you've know what's on and what time it is and don't be late and get every, bring everything you need. So the other day, um, I saw a couple of days beforehand, I looked ahead a couple of days and saw that there was a, something logged in there that we were meeting the board members and the sponsors. Uh, it was about 4 p.m. after training and clicked on it and it said, yeah, make sure it's really important time, in, uh, important time to meet the board members, represent yourself well, make sure you come dressed well wear your suit and tie, you know, and I'm thinking, geez. During the day. Yeah, well, time. in the afternoon, yeah. And, like, I thought, well, I guess you have to represent yourself well in front of the, the sponsors and the board members. And I was sort of disappointed because, you know, I I, I was thinking, oh, I don't really want to talk to them. Like, what am I going to talk to the board members that are about, about all the sponsors? They're just going to ask me how pre-season's going. They're going to ask me if I'm keen for the season to start, you know. What's your favourite podcast? Yeah, well, I could uh, get that out there with a few of them, couldn't I? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> But yeah, I was like, oh, okay, well, I guess so. Um, gonna have to get that ready. So, uh, and in the in the days leading up, the co- the morning of, the coaches were like, yeah, make sure you're you're ready for this afternoon. It's an important important session for us to represent ourselves. So, iron my clothes, shine my shoes, brought them all in, ready to go, and uh, we finished training. So all of us went to the showers. Uh, I had a shower, uh, and then I realised that something was a little bit off. I was getting changed and I realised some of the older guys like Uzi and Joe Burns, Michael Nessa, they were getting changed into like casual kit. I'm like, yeah, these guys have been around for a while, but they can't get away with this. They can't get away with wearing casual t-shirt and jeans when, oh, when I'm wearing a suit. Yeah, but there was other guys in suits too, like getting dressed in suits. I was like, oh no, something's not right. And and then I realised similar things happened in previous years um and yeah i've been stitched up it's it's actually not we're not meeting the board members we're not talking to sponsors it's actually just a we're going to go to the pub and have a bit of a feed and have a have a few beverages and um and i've been they're supposed to stitch up the younger guys but i've been i've been stitched (laughs) they got you they got me so and and it, it annoyed me so much because in previous years i'd i'd known this was happening and i i hadn't been told but i'd heard it and I think because it wasn't in our our app on our system, I just heard heard the coaches say, "Oh yeah, make sure you wear your suit and tie to this board members thing." And I was like, uh, "He's trying to stitch up the young guys here." <laughs> and I've heard it so many times, and I just didn't pick it this time. So, so it's the whole uh, point that you have to go to the pub in your suit. Yeah, yeah. So, but the, and the problem was, yes, I realised it early, sort of early ish, but I live forty minutes from cricket training and from the pub, <laughs> yeah, and in my car, all I had was training kit. And the suit and tie. Did you, were you faced with a dilemma or were you just back in the suit? Well, I, I didn't wear the tie. I didn't wear the suit jacket. I sort of unbuttoned a couple of buttons. <laughs> rolled, just got uh, some chest uh, Rolled the sleeves up. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, I had the I had the black slacks on. I had the leather shoes. <laughs> oh, uh, that's Black suit, suit pants. Oh, so. That's a great prank. <laughs> but, yeah, there were quite a few of the younger guys who were also wearing their suit. Um, so I wasn't the only one. So how he, many, he what walked, percentage of the squad got stitched up? Probably, probably 40, 30, 40% in the end wore their suit and tie and stuff. Um, <laughs> because, yeah, well, a couple of the younger guys found out. A couple of the younger guys uh, were lucky enough to hear that it was a stitch up and then they told each other, but no one told me. So, 
Yeah. Wow. All right, there you Jeez go. Has. You need to get your ears close to the ground by the sound. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> be on top of that. Now, here's the sound effect you've been calling for, Has, but we haven't been able to play it for a while. Now, just for a little bit of background, if you are a new listener, uh, Skin is a nerd. Uh, would you study Skin as a Bachelor of Science? Yeah. It's not a very well used degree. Is that you work in retail now? Yeah, correct. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. Uh, but he was sure very, very happened. smart. Year 11 and 12, a uh, couple of years out of uni. Very, very switched on. And he loves numbers and studying all things that require some sort of academic intelligence uh, and therefore loves his own segment on this show, which is called Skin Stats. Mm. Yes, yeah. yeah. It certainly got a lot more use early doors than it has recently. Um, but it's making a comeback, apparently, which is great. I've, I've been hit with a question through our Instagram inbox, I mm. believe. Yes, correct. Um, which was asking about the the test cricket bowlers who have taken 500 wickets or more and they wanted a breakdown of their wickets at home versus their wickets away. Oh, that's um, a good question. Yeah, so that's that's nice. And I guess it's sort of, sort of a bit topical because Stuart Broad has just become... Uh, has just taken his 500th wicket recently, I think, and that's mm. that's sort yeah, of big right. news. He's like one of only four fast bowlers in that list. Speaking of which, I had to hijack the segment here, but did you see sure. you, Raj Singh's tweet when <laughs> when Stuart Broad yeah, took his yeah. 500th wicket? Yeah. Like every time someone mentions Stuart Broad's name, I just get people writing about him getting hit for six sixes in and over. <laughs> Congratulations <laughs> on your fifth, your 500th wicket, Stuart. It was like the biggest, like, hey, mate, well done, I'm taking 500, but remember that time I smacked you for six sixes. <laughs> That is brilliant. Um, Yeah, so I've I've had a look at the list, and there's, I mean, there's, it it was nice because there's only what are there three, six, seven bowlers to look at, so it wasn't wasn't too hard. Merrilitherin obviously is is leading the way. He's taken 800 wickets, and I can't see anyone breaking that in the near future. Uh, But 62 percent of them were at home. It's a lot, which is a lot. Seems a lot lot. anyway. That's just for him. Yeah, 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 for for Merrilitherin. Yeah, um, which, yeah which is heaps, yeah. but obviously, I mean, it makes a little bit of sense given he obviously bowled spin and enjoyed bowling in those conditions, I suppose. Um, Shane Warne, 708 wickets, and obviously only 45% were at home because he enjoys bowling in spinning conditions, which is not Australia. Mm. Makes sense? Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I remember him taking a I lot of wickets in England one year, 2005. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> yeah, and the way he bowls is probably more suited to Australian conditions so as a spinner you know yeah. come over the top of the ball yeah, get a yeah, bit more fair. bounce not less side spin but he had a lot of skills on offer though so he could adapt I guess okay yep yep uh, Anil Kumble 619 wickets 57% of <laughs> really uh, yeah yeah not too bad but yeah still 57% at home which yeah, is okay. which is a fair few wickets obviously in India spinning conditions fantastic yeah. Um, James There's spinners in this list. Yeah, yeah, yeah correct. Uh, yeah, top three all spinners. But yeah, next four, next four are the paces. Um, so Jimmy Anderson, five hundred and eighty-nine wickets, and sixty-three percent of them are at home, Ooh, which is plenty. Yeah. Um, and I'll, I might jump out of order. Sorry, but Stuart Broad, who's who's just joined him, um, they obviously do a lot of bowling together, which is why I changed the order. I feel like it makes sense to go to him next. He t- has taken 64% of his wickets at home. So Aren't they a nightmare they, in England in those yeah. conditions? So they just dominate England. Don't basically. feel like you have to justify the order you read about it. Just, oh, okay. keep, reading. <laughs> just, keep, just keep reading however <laughs> yeah. I want. Yeah. With the okay. Duke. But the Duke over there, they love it, don't they? Yeah, it's mm. tough. Um, and then Courtney Walsh has taken 519 wickets and actually 
has done better away from home, fifty six percent away from home, which I was surprised by. Anyone nice. got any, any great theories there? I'll Probably loved Australia. More pace and bounce. Yeah. 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 Okay. Fair. Just kept dominating at the Wacker and the Gabba, probably. Yeah. Okay. Fair. Um, and Glenn McGrath, finally, 563 wickets, 51% at home, 49% away. Great split. Yeah, which Glenn. is just nice. And I saw, um, while we're on the topic, I saw an, an article about the about the four fast bowlers who had taken more than 500 wickets and sort of comparing them and just arguing that of of those four, Glenn McGrath was like at another level. Really? Um, compare, yeah, compared to everyone else, just it, because of his consistency. Like he was just as good away from home as he was at home. And he was as good in the first innings as he was in the fourth innings, and as good at like getting getting his team across the line. And yeah, yeah. yeah. No, um, that's fair. So Glenn, Glenn's the man. Yeah, very consistent. Yeah. So. Well done, and welcome back to Skin Stats. What a segment. Yeah. Thanks for having me. No, <laughs> anytime. Skin, <laughs> keep bringing that. Anytime, I'd find some content to talk about. <laughs> and obviously, keep hitting Skin through. Either you can send us a little voice recording on Facebook Messenger. You can go to the Speak mm-hmm. Pipe at the website, or you can send a go to the Contact Us page. In fact, on the website, yep. write it in if, if uh, writing is your preferred medium. Thank you, guys. Well done. Um, now, also, uh, if you are not on social media, you wouldn't have seen that I had a weird experience yesterday uh, where I was packing up my bag, or probably unpacking my bag because I've got this fairly ordinary habit now that I live in a house by myself where when I get home from football, I shouldn't say I live in a house by myself because I also You've did it. you always had that habit, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when I lived in the house with people. <laughs> anyway, so I get home from footy, very tired from getting 45 touches and nine tackles and stuff. Oh, yeah, tough um, and then I just leave my footy bag sort of in the garage, go and get it the next day when it hums. Anyway, I went to get my boots out of my bag and I found someone else's mouth guard in there, which was uh, which was quite random. Mixed so in with your clothes that and experience. stuff? No, it was just it in my should. boot, like yeah. it was in the boot. Yeah, not ideal. Even better. No. Even better. Imagine if I had to try to put it on. <laughs> poor, poor person's mouth. Um, yeah, so I sort of uh, had to document this on Instagram on our stories and sort of led me to a decision. Do you just throw it out in disgust or do you assume that it actually is someone's that you really like and you want to return it to the owner? Most people said neither of those options. They wanted me to remold it and use it as a backup myself. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> that you was, can't do that. that. Was, that I was, was definitely the, one of those people. Yeah, that was the win. And uh, so, and there were a few connections made with Tote 11 as well, the sort of tightest of all time. They uh, said it yeah. might be a great money-saving technique. Um, so it's no surprise that Has was the first person to send uh, that through. <laughs> what about the hygiene concerns? We're in the middle of a pandemic uh, and it's going to out water. of his mouth onto your foot and then back into your mouth. Yeah, boil water kills everything, Skinner, doesn't uh, it? Yeah, yeah. All bacteria sure dies at 100 degrees, I'm pretty sure. Uh, so anyway, we, we put it up with the story. It was only through the story that uh, the rightful owner actually came forward and sent this video through. G'day gents, uh, Zach here, the rightful owner of the uh, mouth guard in your, in your videos you're posting up. Um, not the first time it's run away, I've actually got a, a backup one here, um, however I'd love to have my main one back uh, getting in and around my teeth, so if you can uh, <laughs> hold on to it for me and uh, get it back to me as soon as you can, that'd be awesome. Cheers Leith. There you go. Very fair. It was lethal shortened to Leith there, which I didn't mind either. Yeah. It's a nice quick time saver. Unless, unless it's an expensive mouth guard, which I don't know that there are too many, too many of those out there. I think that's nearly a tote nomination. Like, mate, why do you hold on to your mouth guard so strongly? Like, surely you just go and buy another mouth guard. How much do they cost? Five Probably bucks yeah, or something? Like them perfectly moulded because there is nothing worse than a mouth guard that does not fit. And currently, this also is probably a tote nomination. I'm running around with a mouth guard that was moulded, like a proper expensive one, moulded by the dentist. But then when we were in Darwin, ball onto stump. Skinner, you were fielding at the time. Ball yeah. hit the top of the stump, smashed me in the teeth. 
put my tooth through my tongue, so I had tongue stitches <laughs> oh, and no. then also no teeth. Uh, and got them sort of fixed up, but now the moulded mouth guard doesn't work. Like it doesn't fit, but I still wear it because it was so expensive <laughs> that I'm still running around with that one. And there is nothing worse, I can guarantee. You. I think that's probably the reason I'm still in the reserves. If I had a proper fitting mouth guard, I'd be insane. Yeah, that's the difference. <laughs> that's yeah. the difference. I reckon I can't get enough air. Well, my mouth guards when I played for you when I was younger it used to last me like two weeks anyway because I'd chew on them and there'd be little the fraying edges. I'd, I'd, yeah, it's okay. a bad habit, but yeah, they definitely wouldn't last me long anyway. So oh, well, I just I wanted to take the chance to to quickly add the Mitch Robinson mouthguard incident the other night. <laughs> it just seems so fitting. Yeah, it does. <laughs> well, we actually that was also on our socials. Mitch Robinson was potentially we thought the person that threw it into my shoe. We may have uh, yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> Long carry from where were they playing down at Metricon? No, was a gabba. Oh, was it? No, uh, no, it wasn't. It was Metricon. Okay. Yeah, it was carried all the way up to Lethal Shoe. Makes yeah. sense. It's a short trip. But that was good. Up. I wonder if he got his mouth guard back. Well, he did. He found he it. Did it. Yeah, yeah, he did it. He found yeah. it back, and he missed his target, unfortunately. Yeah, no. Yeah, so it was a real shame. No, that's a good point, Skin. All right, I uh, I wanted to do something a little different here, if that's all right with everyone. I um I wanted to have a crack at a, a this is your life sort of segment, and. Uh, Oh, we, did, we didn't get a chance. <laughs> sound effects. <laughs> okay. sound effect. All right. Uh, whose life is it? Uh, well, any of us. Oh, just a little chance to dig up a bit of dirt from our past, I suppose. But, Lethal, you're the victim this week, if that's all right. Shock. Uh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I've, um, I've, been, I've been tipped off by a listener about a little... A little Anger management incident or, or lack thereof in no. your in your sporting past. Well, this which, could be any number yeah, of people. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me at all. <laughs> I've seen it firsthand on a number of occasions. Uh, but we've got the listener on the phone, hopefully, and I was hoping he'd tell us a little bit more about this one. Sean, are you there? Speaking. Sean, how are you? Good, thank you. How are you guys? Oh, it's okay. I know Sean. Sean. Yep. This is Sean. Beard, Beardo from Adelaide. Is this from, from an AFL down in Adelaide or, or a touch football incident? What are we talking it may be a touch football incident, uh, and I think Lisa may remember it uh, pretty vividly, funnily enough. <laughs> <laughs> I think I do. So uh, I think it was the 2016 NTL camp, so the uh, state touch football camp. We had a weekend at uh, one of the guys' houses, and we did a few drills and a couple of days on the park and ran through drills and just everything we needed to do. Yep. A uh, really, really big weekend. Um, got really late on a Sunday afternoon and we were still running around like headless chooks. Um, and I think Lethal had pretty much had it by then. Um, he he was on edge. We had a couple of national level referees um, refereeing us. Um, and before we'd gone out on the ground, we actually had um, one of the Australian men's players who was uh, coaching us. He actually said, flick the C switch. And I'm not going to go into what that exactly means. It just means... <laughs> Just get a bit angry and, you know, yeah, right. yeah. just start getting a bit pushy and shovy and see what you can get away with. So okay. we're on the sidelines and we're like, yeah, all right, boys, we've got we to gotta go out and, you know, get a bit aggro and get a bit into ourselves so we can prep ourselves. And yeah. got out and I was about 10 minutes into the training, I reckon. And, uh, yeah, one of the referees, I'm not going to name names here, but one of the referees, um, <laughs> Aaron Lethal might have had a uh, few indiscretions previously. <laughs> uh, perfect. Offered up her time very nicely, and uh, she was calling everything like national standard. Just at a training session, and uh, blokes not being square and not rolling the ball right, and just little minute things. But we couldn't get any flu- like any fluency in the play. Um, okay. It still makes my blood boil. Even <laughs> hearing you say this, man, it makes me so angry. <laughs> 
This is a training session. Just, training just to clarify. Yeah, right. training camp. Not even a go. No. Okay. So, uh, yeah. So, from there, I, I think Lethal probably two or three times in a row not rolled the ball square or overstepped the mark or just picking up the smallest little detail, which is probably right for a, uh, you know, national level ref going into a uh, national competition. They were square. <laughs> okay. Anyway, Lethal's uh, not being square. I think he's a bit on the side, rolled the ball, yep. and the ref blowing the whistle and uh, he's just lost the plot. He's absolutely blown the fuse. Uh, sure. And I started screaming, um, this is my effing training, not your... Stormed <laughs> 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 off. And I think I found out how that mouth guard got in his shoe because he, he ditched that from Adelaide up to, up to Queensland. <laughs> he was, yeah, that was one of my greats. I ended up... Um, and the, the worst thing was, Beard, I remember we had to have like a big speech after that, like about culture and about how the referees come down to help us. Oh, no. I had to make this big apology after training and stuff about, about how my actions were not reflective of a state team. <laughs> oh, man, it was bad. Did you get any other key eyewitnesses, Beard? Do you remember anyone else that was there for that? Do you still, does it still live on in Adelaide folklore, Adelaide touch folklore? Yeah, so I actually messaged a few of the guys in the team today just to dig up a little bit extras because um, my, my memory is not the greatest. And going along the track, and I actually realised that one of the other refs that was there I'm really good good friends with, so I flicked her a message today and uh, I got a page full of ha-ha-has um, <laughs> that day because she remembers it like it was yesterday. And it's just, yeah, so All the boys literally just could not believe that my biggest blow-up that they've ever seen me have. And I probably have a reputation, Sean, I think, for being reasonably vocal about dis- decisions that I disagreed with. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But on most occasions, I'll just go, you know, yeah, they've, they've heard my thoughts, they know what I think, I'll let it go. On that day, this is a really intense battle of a real game, and by that yeah. I mean a training session against each other. <laughs> <laughs> I just completely lost the plot and could not stop myself from yelling, and it ended up with literally just me storming off from training and <laughs> just refusing to train anymore. Yeah, let's hope uh, you don't have a bad call go against you in a cricket game this year because we don't want to lose you for a couple of games. Yeah. We, we, well, we might need skin to take the gloves if you're suspended for, <laughs> for yeah, dissent. Right. <laughs> exactly right. Yes, no, that was uh, that was my... Obviously, I don't do that anymore, though. It's going to oh, yeah. You've really matured, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think you do it in a more like passive aggressive way now. I don't know, but what yeah, I'm saying it's, it's less. Yeah, it's not as loud <laughs> out there, but it's. Yeah, oh, I think it's half to do with that story that Sean is telling, because that would that day I just it was the most embarrassing thing of I could not work out why at a training session that meant nothing. <laughs> I decided to just lose the plot completely. <laughs> so I think that probably had a bit to do with me trying to find other ways to maintain my aggression. Right. Okay. <laughs> Very fit. That'll do it. Yeah, happy with that, Skid on. Yeah. yeah, no, that's good. That's a cracking start to what will hopefully be a new segment. Um, well, Sean, we appreciate you getting in touch with the podcast a great deal. If you do happen to see that referee in question, please do tell her that I am still apologetic for, for that day, even even four years later. I'm not sure that that bridge was ever mended, to be honest, because I've seen her at a couple of touch competitions since, and she gives me the cold shoulder. Oh, no. <laughs> Massively. Thank you very much for getting in touch, mate. We hope it's not the last time we speak to you. We look forward to uh, chatting to you again. Uh, anytime you need some dirt on lethal, mate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, more than happy. Thanks, mate.
Busy. Thanks, guys. All right. Uh, best on ground, guys. Who do we want to award that to? Obviously, coming to a close here, but best on ground is an integral part of this particular <laughs> podcast. Who would we like to award it to? What are you thinking? Uh, uh, I feel like we've got a tough week here. I think we've all been fairly strong. It was nice to have Skin Stats back. Yeah. Skin Stats skin back. Stats. He throws his name. Can I add another name to your list as well? Adam Parsons. Aaron, Aaron Parsons. Parsons. I always get that wrong. Yeah. Aaron Parsons. Yeah, it's yeah. a tough one to remember. But yeah. Um, he was good. Good Aaron, value. Good. Yeah. Aaron, worth yeah, it. Yeah, Probably yeah. a guess for long enough to just scrape through is worth it, I reckon. Oh, why don't we give him a call back then and tell him that he's won? Tell him the good news. Tell him the good news. Tell him that he's Tell him that he's won. Bachelor in Paradise, that'll be the only issue. Yeah. Oh, forgot to press record, didn't you, mate? Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> Aaron, thanks very much for taking our call. Uh, we just wanted to let you know that we've just had our best on ground vote uh, for tonight, and you have come out on top. You've uh, So not only will you be getting the FOTS membership card, you've also walked away with uh, best on ground award as well. That's unreal. Mm. So that's a serious <laughs> night. Yeah, yeah. So, I'm mean, literally, literally speechless. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought that'd make it, though, mate. Yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah, nice. uh, yeah. Again, we'll let you go for the second time. We just wanted to tell you good news. Thank you very much yeah. for being part good, of this oh, podcast. Is this, is, this, is this podcast right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, oh, well, a bit of warning, mate. Yeah, you know. Um, <laughs> okay. Anyway, boys. So, so, so you, so you said friend of the show card, fifty dollar Liquorland gift discount, <laughs> gift, gift card. What else was it? <laughs> Just a full Christmas hamper as well. Oh, fantastic! <laughs> yeah. All right, mate. Well, look out Cheers, in the Uh, okay, and guys, that is definitely all we have time for. Thank you very much for listening to the podcast. Uh, there's still plenty of merchandise available if you would like to get yourself in one of these shirts that we are wearing. Uh, and look out on social media. There's ways that you can definitely get in touch for your local sporting hero of the week. Uh, use your Category B hall passes as well as you go out across the weekend. And thank you very much for being with us tonight. Thank you. Perfect. Thanks, guys. Stops. the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.